Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights Podcast. This is Logan. I'm back from Orlando. I had a quick trip down for opening night of Halloween Horror Nights. And I got a lot to say, a lot to digest. You're also going to hear the first 30 minutes of our walkthrough, which oddly enough only covered, get this. So this is the problem a little bit with media events. I am more than grateful that we are invited. It is awesome. We get to experience essentially an RIP tour at no cost. You get to cover it for the show, get to really spend a whole night of Horror Nights, and get to do everything. I'm eternally grateful for that, and I appreciate everyone at Universal PR who's always supported this show. It's awesome. That being said, the pacing is a little bit different. And it's true with RIP tours in general, that the pacing isn't exactly the pacing that I would keep if I was just had Express Pass or was on my own. Uh, just it, It's just a little bit different. So the media event wrapped up, you know, the presentation which, again, I posted that full audio on our Patreon, if you're a part of that, patreon.com slash scarezone. They do like a whole panel presentation of every house and every scare zone in the show, and then you get uh, you know your drinks and you're assigned a tour guide. So we didn't really get going. We'd been there since 5.30. We didn't get going until around I don't know, 7.30, 7.45. And in the first half an hour, uh, we had only done Halloween 4 which is what we opened up with. So you're going to hear actually us going through multiple scare zones with through Vamp 85. Uh, I think we go through Killer Clown, you'll hear, and Chucky scare zone. Uh, you'll hear all that plus Halloween 4. We did that in the first you know, 45 minutes or so. And then we headed straight to Academy of Villains. And I'll save sort of the post, the next step of uh, the walkthroughs going on uh, for future episodes. I'll kind of roll this out because it's about four hours of content. I got to edit through and, and take out. You will hear uh, full walkthroughs, essentially, of the houses, just the audio. And you'll hear our commentary as well as our commentary in between. That's with me and Bart Scott from Ears of Steel, from BLT, from everything. He's been here a bunch of times. But I did want to kind of go through what I thought of each house just quickly. And I'll do a deep dive on each one of these houses uh, as the season progresses. At least that's the plan. So, again, 10 houses this year, more than ever, and one show. And really, multiple shows, if you include what the scare zones are like. And I know uh, some of you guys have seen an article that's gone around that's, you know, is Halloween Horror Nights going family-friendly? I will say this. Uh, it was a definitive to me. It just feels completely different this year than maybe any other year in the past, the last 15, 17 I've been going. Um, I get that this show and this event, this whole thing, uh, catered to me originally when I was 15 years old. So I go in with that going, okay, when I was 15 in 2001, uh, I fell in love with this thing called Halloween Horror Nights. Now it almost feels like it grew up with me. And with Stranger Things, it's a reset to cater to the audience of 2018 and the teenagers of 2018. Uh, there are good and bad with that. But overall, I understand the decision-making. Now, again, this is just my theory, but I think it's not easy to uh, or not hard to see when you walk through this year that these scare zones are more stage-like. There's less uh, actual jump scares. I don't believe I got a jump scare once the entire time in a scare zone uh, this year. Okay, so take that into consideration. It was a, uh, you know, Vamp 85 is essentially a stage show and some really fun uh, elements, but none of it's scary. Uh, the blood, the gore, toned down significantly throughout the whole event, it felt like. I don't feel like I saw as much as I used to. I mean, there used to be really disturbing stuff. Uh, and stuff that I wasn't even comfortable with. As recently as last year. Uh, doesn't feel like that's the case. Um, so I want everyone to go into Horror Nights this year. Uh, maybe with that in the back of your head and just kind of enjoy it. Try to enjoy it for what it is. And no, I predicted it before. And, and you know, it's what they market to. Stranger Things though popular with all of us in sort of the, you know, haunt community, if you will, uh, has its roots right now in teenagers. You know, that's where it's growing. So uh, I get that that's what the event is tied to. Even if you look at the beverage options, uh, obviously everyone's known alcohol has been toned down a lot at Horror Nights the last few years. Uh, I'd say that continued to grow this year. Uh, so much so that you have a lot of specialty items and specialty beverages, even like the uh, we talked about last year, the or last uh, episode, the uh, the waffle themed drink uh, that's non alcoholic. These are moments I feel like are marketed to specifically to teenagers that are going. Uh, the removal of Bill and Ted was part of it. You know, Bill and Ted was a little bit lost in time when you went to go see the show. I loved it, guys. And I'm not the one complaining, but there are multiple people on our tour group last year that would not see it because they were offended by it. And you'll actually hear me comment that in the walkthrough. They backed out and said, I don't want to see this. This is 
um, you know, so on and so on. They just were offended by some of the antics and some of the language, not even the language, the foul language, uh, just sort of the way the stories were told and sort of the, the dancing and everything. It just wasn't what people wanted. So now they replaced it with Academy of Villains. And um, for the first time, a couple things happened to me in Horror Nights. Uh, sitting through Academy of Villains, there is no taking back that the production is amazing. The dancing is amazing. Uh, it's a really great show if that's what you're there for. I can't say I'm the audience. I can't say I'm their intended audience for this. I'm a 32-year-old dad coming to Horror Nights for a good time with my friends. And they're marketing this to, I believe, you know, teenagers, 15-year-olds, um, 20, and maybe in the, in the early 20s. Just this wasn't for me. It's cool. It's impressive. I don't think I'll probably see it again. And it's no knock on them. It's just not a show that interests me. And I sat through it. And at the end, I had the first time really in a while feeling like, oh, I'm the old guy in the room. Because everyone in our group, except for me and Bart, seemed to really love this show. And I walked away feeling a little sad. Now, I had some, you know, reservations going into that theater and it not being Bill and Ted. But I'm open-minded enough to sit there and enjoy it. And, uh, man, it just didn't, it didn't do much for me. I know I'm going to take some heat for that. But it's just not for me. And it's okay. Not everything is for me. I'm going to quickly run down before we go into the first walkthrough. Because, again, I'll, I'll build upon these uh, as as sort of the days go on and weeks go on in this season. I don't want to spoil everything. I will say that if you're listening, you're going to obviously hear some spoilers uh, if you're listening to the walkthrough segments. But I'm trying to keep these segments just sort of my thoughts without revealing too much. Because the shows, guys, that that exist now, and I'd say a show honestly considered of Academy of Villains now and uh, Vamp 85, uh, Chucky, uh, these are almost all stage shows this year, which is cool, but maybe not what was expected. So I'll break down the scare zones later. I will say that just you tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you saw something that was scarier or more intense than maybe previous years because I just didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I, I get, look, the real world can be a lot scarier. A two, 2001 15-year-old is a lot different and gone through a lot different stuff than the 2018. Uh, it's just a different time. It's 20 years later. You know, what do you expect? So that was a bit of an eye-opening experience for me that uh, this event, Halloween Horror Nights, that I love with a passion, and I've been talking about it with you guys for multiple years, has maybe not passed me by because I did love my night there, but I have to experience it differently than I have in previous years. Now it was 80s themed. You know, that touches something, you know, to me. But as you'll kind of see, it, it's more like it's, it wasn't overtly everything 80s. The cast wasn't dressed all 80s, the team members. It was just, it, it felt they even mentioned it in the um, – media event that they realized after securing some of these IPs and Stranger Things that they were doing the 80s whether they liked it or not and the scare zones just not it just doesn't necessarily all come together as as one cohesive theme like maybe I anticipated but it was cool all right let's go through I'm going to go through my list right now though this may change I was there opening night we all know as Horror Nights fans that things change throughout the event things get better things get tweaked you know Audio is adjusted. I will say this. While the blood and gore was down, it felt like the music and sound effects and everything were up to an insane level in some of these houses. You'll hear it, too, when turning the walkthroughs. Now, again, I'm not trying to be the old man. Like, it's too loud. It just feels like almost they supplemented that for the scare over the grotesque. And I'm cool with that. Uh, that part didn't offend me. I had to plug my ears a couple times, as I have had to do uh, every year going to, to Horror Nights, because I think that's sort of the point is to make you kind of uh, get disoriented. So I'm going to go down my top 10. It's going to be, you know, I think some of these are kind of universal favorites. Uh, some you may see my review as uh, as not in touch or not what I what you guys expect. But I'll go through these quickly, and then we'll head into the first walkthrough of the event. So we'll start at the bottom. Number 10. It also has 10 houses. Squeezing in 10 houses in that time frame could get pretty brutal. I would say even with express passes, it's going to be very tough to get through. This event. Now, I do think there's a couple of these houses that are okay with skipping this year. So, if you don't, if you're not the hardcore fan, are you going to go multiple nights? I don't think you have to be a completionist. 
So I feel like you saw everything this year. I really don't. Uh, number 10. Uh, so this is the bottom houses for me this time around. Uh, this was a bummer because I was actually very much looking forward to this. But I will tell you what happened. And again, um, this is not my – this is just how it happened to me. Before we walked in, they said, hey, if, if strobes or anything bother you, you shouldn't go to this house. Which, of course, I'll just reveal it now, is number 10, dead exposure. Uh, I hyped this house. Paris, the 80s, zombies. Uh, seemed really cool. And I have to say, I got to applaud the entire creative team for really taking a crazy chance with the way they developed this because it was really cool the way uh, it's done. I don't get, I don't want to spell it too much, but let's say there's a lot to do with uh, strobes and black and white. And also, because uh, we talked pre- briefly, that said like there's a color blindness sort of thing that occurs. Uh, and then also uh, the way they implemented you know, black light elements to it. So uh, they say, yeah, if, if strobe bothers you, you know, extreme, so you may not, you may have problems. I've never had it bother me in my life. I've never gone to a haunted house and never felt like I needed to bail because of strobe. This was the exception. And uh, we did this about halfway through the event, right before we kind of took a break on the media tour. And you'll hear me get there, um, not in this episode, but eventually. I was so disoriented with the noise and with the strobe um, that I don't even know how to say it other than I felt physically nauseated walking through it. Now, there were some really cool set design pieces that I really liked, the signage, the France, uh, French signage and things like that I thought were really cool. But I walked through this and was feeling physically ill. Uh, so I actually, for the first time in my life, uh, there was an exit sign. And I pushed on the wall. And the wall opened like a door. So that you know that it's a lot of that does work that way. If you see an exit sign, even if there's not a team member there, uh, you can get out. And I took a kind of a breath, of, you know, a breath of fresh air. I uh, got myself together and completed the house. And I didn't, I, I, again, I, I didn't want to be the person who bailed, especially doing this show. You guys want my honest reviews and thoughts. Uh, again, I applaud the creativity. I think it's really cool if you guys can enjoy it. I know some people said it was their favorite house. Uh, I could not. I just, I didn't feel right for the rest of the night. And I almost felt like the feeling you get when you ride Mission Space, or me personally, which is it can ruin your day. That's how I felt. I don't think I'll be doing dead exposure again because of that. So that's my number 10. Uh, I will go through these a little bit faster now. But number nine, Halloween 4. You'll hear us walk through it and talk about it, so I won't get into details about that. Halloween 4. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't. I think there may be uh, that spot in that Shrek theater that, that does something to me that, you know, whether it was Krampus, whether it was uh, Saw or this year with Halloween 4, it just doesn't do it for me. Uh, you know, if you, you like Michael Myers, you get to see a lot of him. Uh, okay, then number eight, Trick or Treat. And... Uh, Trick or treat is something that I was really looking forward to. I know a lot of people did. Uh, I will say this. After Dead Exposure and Halloween 4, I think the rest of these are good, if not get too unbelievably great. Uh, but those are the two that I would say are are skip-its for me. Dead Exposure and Halloween 4, uh, I would not wait in line for again. So if you're looking for two to cut, if you're planning your trip, I think those are your first two to cut. Just my personal opinion. Trick or treat, I think if you're a hardcore fan of the film uh, – You'll, you'll enjoy it. There are moments. It's not as, you know, there's a lot of Sam. Kind of there's a lot of Michael Myers. There are moments from the scare zone that you'll find familiar. Um, it definitely set pieces reused, but not in an extreme sense. Uh, I liked this house. I, I didn't walk away loving it. I'd say that there's, I, you know, Ash versus Evil Dead, I kind of was anticipating the same kind of thing going in. Like, this could be something that I really like. And I ended up loving that house. And this one, I just, it was good. I liked it a lot. Uh, if I was a hardcore fan of the film, I'm sure I would like it a lot more. All right, number seven. And this one shocked me. And I'm sure it's going to shock you because it was the bottom of my list last year. It was really the first house I really enjoyed we did, which was Blumhouse, uh, the horrors of Blumhouse. Uh, I am not familiar with the two properties that are in this. I've not seen either of them. And that shows you how bad of a horror fan that I am. Uh, Happy Death Day. Uh, again, it has a cool concept in the house that I liked. It was fun to walk through, uh, but it really wasn't uh, really wasn't something that like ever attracted to me. And it was cool to see some of the stuff kind of reused uh, as you walk through and, and, and re-experience the same scene over and over again. Uh, but then the first purge, which again, not exactly the biggest fan of that series either. I like the first one, not the first purge, but the original purge movie. That's really the only one I've seen. Maybe I've seen the first two. Uh, 
caught me off guard and really liked it. Had some scares in it that I thought were really great. Um, and I think that second half of that house is really good. I would not say to skip that one. Again, if you're trying to cut the thing in half, then maybe, but it was fun. I really liked it. Slaughter Cinema had a lot of hopes and dreams going into this one. Uh, really fun, uh, funny, goofy parodies of you know B-movies that they've created and uh, some Easter eggs here and there for Horror Nights buffs. I would say there's so much packed into this, and they even mentioned to us that this was a lot of ideas that they've had over the years thrown together in one house that sometimes uh, you'd walk through, because you essentially walk through these movies at uh, at a drive-in that they weren't really developed. It would just be a funny scene. This is sort of one of your comedy houses, if not the comedy house. Uh, so Slaughter Cinema, really enjoyed it. I got no complaints. Other than honestly, stuff like the Beast Baby, I would have liked to have seen more of. Uh, you know, or the uh, there's a Beast Baby. I don't know, like they're worshiping some baby. I would have liked to have seen even more of those characters, and uh, I really liked it. This one's just fun. It, it feels like classic horror nights, and uh, it feels like the houses. Yeah, because I didn't walk through when I was 15, so I get that. All right, uh, after that, Scary Tales was the next for me. I know that this was really high up on Bart's list. I liked it a lot. The sets in this are, are stunning. And I'd say rival those of your ghost town, rival those of Dead Waters last year. So I would say Scary Tales has some incredible special effects. Again, not necessarily something that's terrifying, but really cool uses of flying and bungee. I I just loved this. So uh, the rest of these you're going to hear that I just love. Uh, and check out you know the, the Wicked Witch character in it. Just super cool. I, I This one, the, the, kind of the front half of the park is almost you know, unskippable, I would say. Uh, it's something that I feel like I'm going to have to hit every time I go. And then um, one from the back half of the park that just, it was my sleeper house that I really, really enjoyed. And that was Seeds of Extinction. Uh, this house, again, I, I know people are going to, you know, there's mixed reviews on it, but having the concept where you couldn't rely on any human scares and everything had to be, you know, essentially big puppets and plants and, and the uses of puppets this year, by the way, I've just loved. I loved it when they did it for uh, uh, last year or a couple of years ago at uh, America Werewolf. This I just love puppets. I love the use of the physical puppets. And this year did not disappoint on the use of puppets. And I'll get to that even a little bit later. We, we talked about Chucky. There's a puppet. Uh, these have some hand puppets that are really cool. Seeds of Extinction uh, jumps out of you. It's got, they got me good a couple times in it. And, uh, I like this because it's not horrifying and not grotesque. It doesn't feel like that's missing because it is evil plants. All right. After that, Carnival Graveyard. Lived up to my expectations. These top three are really close to each other. So I would say these are almost tied. Carnival Graveyard had everything I wanted. The big giant sets, absolutely stunningly beautiful. Had some scary moments here and there. Uh, I can't say enough good things. I want to relive this one a bunch of times. I I know that... Um, Bart took video of this and posted some of his vlog, and you know maybe he has video on the side I can look at of the whole walkthroughs because they let us do that. They just didn't want you to post the full walkthrough. Um, I really look forward to re-experiencing this one because it caught me not off guard because I was expecting really high. I had really high hopes, uh, but man, I just love this house. I can't say enough enough good things. Number two, you know the uh, essentially the icon of the year, whether people want to say it or not. Stranger Things, number two, really close to number one. Um, the use of new kind of special effects and and really hitting every moment that I wanted to see from season one, plus a heck of a lot of Demogorgons. I will say it is Demogorgon crazy in these houses. Uh, I can see why this house is going to attract a whole new generation of Horror Nights fans, as it should. It's awesome. It was just... It's it's what we've wanted. It, it lines up to me with, with some of the classics that we've had over the last year, and I'll get to what is my number one, which you guys can figure out, which is a classic... And that is Poltergeist. Uh, before I went into Poltergeist, we were hanging out, and I, I met up with uh, Mike Aiello and also with uh, a few of his you know, friends, including uh, Mike Rome from the WWE. You may know him. He was wearing his Aiello Club T-shirt, uh, rocking it. And we were talking, and he said, I, I want to hear your thoughts on Poltergeist because we really tried some new stuff and some new special effects in this one. And guys, Poltergeist may be my favorite house ever. It is absolutely stunning. Uh, it's scary. It has incredible uses of puppets. 
It's a beautiful house. It hits every moment I wanted. Because here's the thing. I know Chris said last week, he's like, the last 15 minutes is really all they're going to cover. And, it, and I have to say, immediately, that is what I thought. When you walk in, the first thing you see is the facade is you are you know, 10 minutes before the end of the movie. Because I had just watched the movie that morning. And I was like, man, I hope they actually spend more time in the in the guts of this movie, not just that last 15 minutes. Because I loved it so much. And I had not watched the film since I was uh, probably a tween or a teenager. You know, it affected me not in the way they affected a lot of people. I just liked it, but I never kind of revisited it. Now, uh, I'm so glad. And if you have not watched or haven't watched it recently, go and watch it now before you go to Horror Nights. Because this house had everything. It was funny. It was scary. It had special effects that I've never seen before in a haunted house, uh, especially not in a house at Horror Nights. You had um, you know, big giant puppets. You had moments from the film that I couldn't believe they were able to accomplish. And even little things you don't think about with things moving around the room and the way they used wind in this. Uh, you'll probably hear it because it was so windy when you entered the bedroom and the, everything's flying around. Uh, you get to go into the white light, finally see what it looks like inside the white light, which is pretty uh, pretty cool. It's a bit – a bit. Uh, I'd say that they, I had not thought about it and they built it up in the press event. Maybe that's a bit much, uh, but you do get to see that. And honestly, one of my biggest scares of my entire time, probably the biggest scares, came in that sequence. So um, I can't say enough good things. That house is stunning. It is my favorite house this year. I don't think there'll be – and that's – look, my last two years have been original houses, Deadwaters and Ghost Town. I don't think uh, NIP House was going to ever be my favorite for a long time. And this one just blew me out of the water it, or blew it out of the water and blew me away. I can't say enough good things, and I can't wait you guys to hear my genuine reaction of how much I loved Poltergeist. So again, to recap the top 10, 10, Dead Exposure, 9, Halloween 4, 8, Trick or Treat, 7, Blumhouse, 6, Slaughter Cinema, 5, Scary Tales, 4, Seeds of Extinction, 3, Carnival Graveyard, 2, Stranger Things, and number 1, Poltergeist. I think we all need to take a breath, re-enjoy what's new about Horror Nights um, as it adjusts. I think this is a big adjustment year, and you may see more next year, and we are, I think, headed towards... Uh, again, I, I do think Horror Nights grew up with a lot of us, and I think now it's time to reset and let a younger group of people, uh, of attendees, be welcomed into this, to, uh, this thing called Halloween Horror Nights. And understand, if you're like me and you're 32 years old, that the event is going to change and it's going to grow. And yes, it did feel a little bit this year like the Band-Aid was ripped off. I will say from 26, uh, you know, the chance year, to now you can see a drastic change. And... You're either going to choose to enjoy it for what it is, enjoy the fact that, yes, it's, you know, I don't think the event's ever going family-friendly. I think there's more use of profanity in these houses than maybe ever before. But I think what you will see uh, is a move against sort of the real-life elements. If you guys are going to pretend that uh, kids and people who are going to these things want to all experience hardcore gore and violence, uh, you know, look to the news, look to what's going on. Uh, around the world, and even stuff that's happened in Florida or stuff that's happened in the area that's all too real, and you want to be able to escape from that. So I, as a fan, as much as I go, oh man, you know, I don't know if this this is how I really would have wanted it. I can look at it and look back on it and go, this is what's a what's right for the times. Uh, again, and, and, and it's tough. It's you know, my my wife and I were talking. It's tough to 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 come to that realization in your life where that's you that you're the old guy in the room now, but it is what it is. All right, let's get to our first walkthrough. This is the first half hour of our walkthrough. You're going to hear us go through Halloween 4. You're going to hear us go through multiple scare zones, and I'm going to wrap it up when we come back. All right, Bart, we are off. We are off. The first thing we've been told we're doing is Vamp 85. Good way to kick it off. Oh, our first house is Halloween. First house is Halloween. Halloween 4. They told us they're going to try to get us through all the scare zones. Oh, my... This may not sound good. We didn't my, get a couple uh, scare zones last year. Yeah, my uh, my lanyard's blowing in the wind. So hopefully this doesn't sound just horrendous, but oh well. Huh. If not, I may. Alright. Passing the New York Public Library. Oh, yeah. Former home to the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, people are screaming. A much more excited group. They are We're ready. in a group with both Entertainment and uh, our friend Johnny Bronto from... You what? From Hotstein. I'm just telling the people who was in our group. Oh, okay. We've seen a lot of our friends. All right. 
hopefully you can hear us over the music. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I just, I just realized I probably won't be able to uh, vlog in this scare zone. <laughs> yeah, you'll get hit for that monetization pretty quick. That's right. Full of copyrighted material. Oh, this is going to be a loud one, folks. Yeah. <laughs> 1985. So it's right outside. There's the stinky smoke. What is that? Oh, all right. We just got blasted. Oh, my God. Dance squad. It's amazing. I wasn't fast enough. It was Prince. We're gonna have to come back to this one. We just missed Prince. That's what I'm saying. Clearly, they didn't have to pay for Prince. Freddie Mercury. Hey, I can't wait for your movie to come out. See, this is old school horror nights where they do a bunch of unlicensed characters. <laughs> uh, they just happen to look like those. Uh -huh, that's what I said. Off. They're vampires dressed up like their favorite musicians. Here comes. I don't know who. Meat? Is that Meatloaf? Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure who that was. Good reference. <laughs> Dude, if, if if that's not supposed to be D Snyder, I don't know what. Oh my I god, know. it's gotta be. Where are we? There. Where's our group? The blue lightsaber. Wait, over here. Did, did we already lose our tour group? Oh, that's that? Okay, okay. Bart and I just lost our group. How did we manage to do that already? You know what? I'm going to keep following the girl in the pumpkin pants. She's got kind of a pseudo David S. Pig. Oh, that's, is that Scott? What is Scott, right? Hello, All right, buddy. How are you? Good to see you. I'm following the blue lights. Where are you going next? Oh, okay. Scott, how are you? I'm Bart. Anything you done yet? What have you all done yet? Hey, of course. Anything I can do. How's action? We're We're coming. We're coming. I know. Just saw Scott. Garland. Oh, that's true. We probably should have said who we were talking to. But we stopped for a second. He was. Oh, oh there's. All right. What's up? You can always come through later after, too, right? Yeah, I can't wait for that. Sorry if you hear me adjusting my mic right now. Scott has his old kids with him, so that's why he's not in our group, because we have media invites, we only get like one. And you're here, Bart, we didn't say, you're like recording and repping for HHN Unofficial. That's right. As well as Ears of Steel. As well as Scare Zone. I'm pulling triple duty. I'll throw a BLT in there too for good measure. Why not? For... And there's Mel Dian. So, Fan 85, I don't think we really experienced. Not really, we kind of rushed through it. And I'll be honest, I don't think like I saw. Of course, there's Mel's dying. Oh, they are playing the Killer Clowns theme. I was wondering if they got the right. I figured they had to, right? It certainly wasn't a scary Vamp 85. No. I mean, Vamp 85 had its moments. But I think maybe we just have. Maybe it's just. I'm oh, sorry. Well, like you said, I don't think we really got to experience no. it yet. If we have time, we'll come back and do everything at the end.
Alright, so we're heading into Halloween once again, once again, folks, it is a hot, humid opening night. Yeah, it's gross. It's like last year, Logan and I are going to be dripping by the end of this. Oh, we already are, really. What's up, Micah? Hey, man. Hey, man, how are you? see you, You too, I'll see you later. Heading into Halloween 4, my least anticipated house. Yeah. Start what low a, and move our way up. I mean, honestly, I hate to say it, but this, Poltergeist, I'm not really, I don't care, I mean, either one, I mean. Poltergeist, well, I just watched it all the way down. And it, it got me excited for what they could do. I'm not going to try to record inside the house because it doesn't work anyway, so at least not really. So you'll just have to maybe hear the audio on my podcast. They said the code name of this house was Feature because it's a feature film and people are featured in the film. So, all right. People are featured in the film. Time to head into our first Horror Nights of 2018. Bart already said it's hot. It seems to be getting hotter somehow. Yeah. The sun is down and it's yeah, somehow warmer. It somehow got a hotter when the sun went down. Probably because we're all like pretty much touching each other. Well, that's true too. The yellow is lava, right? This is my favorite part about this event is getting to see all this, this stuff. I mean, I guess you see it anyway, but no, no. This is how you go in. Oh, really? No. So we're oh, going we're in. going into the Shrek building. Yeah, this is in the, this is the same building that had. Oh, what did it have last year? I don't remember. It had Krampus a couple years ago. I don't remember what was in here. Oh, it wasn't Saw in here last year, maybe? Yes. The horrors of Saw. So, let's just say this hasn't been like my favorite location. Uh-huh. But. I go in with an open mind. <laughs> oh, fancy. And judging by the lack of line for this house, people are not... Yeah, really. Uh, super pumped for it either. The queue is empty. <laughs> oh, I think it's... This may be people with the Express, though. Oh, that's true. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Of course, we got stopped between two vans instead of under one. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the Hollywood Studios map in case you needed that. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> no, I did not drop it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did a little drop in, which I'm glad I did because I'm already down to like 15% battery life after recording most of that media event. <laughs> Thanks to the Grease for giving us these mics for today. Oh, right on. These will probably be on some groom's neck by the next week. Oh, I hope he cleans them. I know. I didn't ask. <laughs> I don't feel like they're the dirty ones, though. No, no it's not. Yeah, no. I'm not worried about that. The fact that we're sweating. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling bad for whoever gets them next. You watched Halloween 4, right? Yes. So I haven't watched it maybe ever. If I have, it's been a long time. Yeah. Anything like, you're like, oh, this will be great. Well, I'm assuming we'll see Bucky get electrocuted. If we don't, then... Buffy? There's a guy named Bucky. Oh, Bucky. Because that's what's on his hat and his shirt, anyway. He's like an electrical worker or something. Utility worker, I should say. I kind of have a feeling... You tell me, I want to know when we get out, like, how much of the movie it is and how much is this just Michael Myers stuff? Michael out. Myers, yeah. Feels good, that's for sure. That, that smell of lumber and smoke. Is this the house on? We're in the This is where society dumps its worst ideas. Oh, wait, I remember this. 
the movie begins with some people picking up Michael Myers to transfer him. Which, again, I'm like, why? Yeah. Which I think is what the new what movie does. Up? Just thinking about it gets me the blues. A decade ago, Halloween night, he murdered 16 people, maybe more. Maybe Trying more. Trying to get to his sister. Nearly got to her, too. But his doctor of all people shot him six times. Now, I, I wonder if, uh, fire. Both of them nearly burned him. like a very long house. Alright. 
Okay, we made it through our first house, Halloween 4. And kind of like we predicted, it was mostly just, here's Michael Myers a bunch of times jumping yeah. up. Even a bunch of times in the same In the same room. Same room. But that is a plot point in the movie. Oh, is it? Okay. See, how much did I miss? Well, I feel like a, a lot. There's a scene where a bunch of neighbor, local kids dress up like Michael Myers. So, I don't know. All right. I've been told we're moving on already to Academy of Villains. What's that? I guess we're moving on to Academy of Villains. Uh, already? I know. Yeah, I'd like to. All right, we're going to the Chucky Stairs. Okay. Because they're running early for the show. Oh. Which I don't know if you know this, that theater is known for if I sit down, you're going to sweat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Halloween 4, we just left it. Initial thoughts. I'll wait till we're outside of, not outside of Transformers. Hopefully you can hear us. I, I will say, while I wasn't looking forward to that one, they got me a lot. It did. <laughs> I got it scared did. a lot. <laughs> I got, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of jump scares. A lot of jump scares. Too many, I was getting annoying. <laughs> I was like, did I, I like do people who haven't come yet need to see the movie? No. Okay. If you know who Michael Myers is, wait a minute. Oh, there's my girl. If they know who did, Michael Myers is. It didn't is, feel like Halloween 2 or Halloween where they really like did up the moments. Mm -hmm. Like you, you you predicted the one. The guy, yeah. The only thing that's movie specific is the little girl, Jamie, in the clown suit, who is Michael Myers' niece. Yeah. In Halloween 4. And it's kind of like a. Who probably doesn't us. even play into the new Halloween that's coming out. No, no, they've reversed all the sequels. Yeah. So let's see where we're headed. We're now in front of the horror makeup show. Mel's dying. Which I kind of could use a drink now. It's kind of weird that they don't keep that open, the horror makeup show for Halloween horror. Yeah, I know. It would be a people eater. Doesn't hold that many people, that may be why. Yeah. See, meet at the palm tree? Meet at the palm tree at 8.12. There's a lot of palm trees. What time is it? 808. So we have like five minutes. Yeah. All right, so we're going into the child's play. Is it Revenge? No, Chucky. He's Revenge of Chucky. Revenge of Chucky. Uh, this is in the Hollywood area, if you guys aren't familiar. I don't know what Chucky's getting revenge for. He's the guy that's starting everything. Yeah. He's been killed a lot. Yes, he has. Yeah, what am I in here? Oh. Yeah, Bart and I are just maybe deciding whether we should just go to the prop shop. Cabbage Patch. That's pretty cool. These evil Cabbage Patch dolls. Or setting them on fire, or eviscerate them. 
Hey, Jake, by the way, those are all actual examples. <laughs> Man, in 30 years, a lot of families have come and gone, though. The Barclays, the Kincaids, the Tillys. Who's next? To say that puppet is pretty darn impressive from yeah. Chucky. Yeah. I thought, honestly, yeah, we gotta remember the to talk. most I've seen that he was like an LED screen made for puppet, but he's just a puppet. And pretty great. But not all stage though. <laughs> oh, what's this guy? I think it's another cabbage patch, huh? Not much of I just had a selfie with the evil bat. Apparently Chucky has a spell? I got a selfie with the, yeah, you got a selfie with the barrel monkeys. of monkeys. Yeah, he's cursed all of these toys or something. Uh, oh, Chucky just when left. When he was doing that, the cabbage patch had to like freeze and react. Oh. Sorry, sorry. I just, I just took somebody out already. Bart, did you trip that person? Yeah, I, I'm not, not <laughs> intentionally. <laughs> you jerk. Right, I think we gotta get back to our group. Oh yeah. Ugh. Good, some screams. So far. I just, oh, I get it, it's the easy bake oven. See? Or the tasty bake, I should say. Okay, but okay. that's pretty cool. Fun props. The Chucky puppet is clearly the highlight. Yeah. Other than that, I don't want to be Mr. Negative, but there's very few screams coming out of the scare zones we've been to. Yeah. That is true. Maybe that's just not the point. But they're cool. Yeah, that's cool. Right, where's the palm tree that we're supposed to meet at? This one over here. See the blue lights? Oh, is that them? Oh, yeah, that's our group. Two Academy of Villains, which we have to obey at 30 minutes okay. early. So. Now, Bart, Killer Clown's one of your favorites, right? I'm excited about this, yes. 
Definitely a lot of hype behind it. I'm not. I mean, I've seen the movie again, kind of a while back. I'm familiar with it. I mean, you I'm know, not necessarily in the cult of it. Like, I'm not either. I wouldn't say the movie's great, but it's it's. it's I'm excited for the scare zone. Yeah, it's called Class. Classic imagery. Want to put a bet on it being a house <laughs> next year? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But when I was watching the movie the other night, I was like, boy, this could be, could have been a house so easy. I mean, I, it was really the only thing to get an unsolicited, I feel like, ovation in the press of it. Yeah. Like Stranger Things, they kind of milked, like, like Stranger Things, pause. Yeah. And then, like, immediately people heard Killer Clowns and started cheering, so. And that's at a media event. It's not just, like, fanboys. Right. I mean, we're all fanboys, but, you know, there's real media, like, Telemundo. Yeah. Are we in the scare zone and just missing it? I mean, it's, yeah, you would think so already. Oh no, here we go, okay. I like there's a big sign. I miss the big archway sign. We got a big old sign. It says Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And that five minute wait at Transformers is calling Bart's name. I know, it's killing me. We can just bail. Like, do we have to watch Academy of Villains? Remember they let people opt out of Bill and Ted last year? Yeah, but that's because they were offended. I know. So I'm offended by dancing. <laughs> I'm from the town in Footloose. <laughs> I come from the town of Footloose. <laughs> that's right. We are entering the Killer Clown scare zone. There's the ice cream truck. The car went in one car, I don't know. There's another one over there. Can't see anything. Okay. That's crazy. Oh, there's the cotton candy. Well, I thought we were out of it, but actually there's more over here. More clowns. I just popped a bubble like a little child. All the clowns are walking away from us. There's one. I know. I've only seen three clowns in the whole scare zone. That was it. Yeah, and I didn't really smell the cotton candy. I see the cocoons. No, I didn't either. I saw the ice cream truck, which is cool. The, the costuming in these are great. Yeah, but they look like they just walked fun. out of the movie. I've only seen like four clowns. There's more. So oh, maybe it's very long. But they're really walking. <laughs> Maybe we got it shift change. Here comes some. Oh, he's walking the balloon dog. I wasn't fast enough. Oh, she's being attacked. Oh yeah, here comes the whole horde. Uh, so a horde we, of clowns. Oh, horde. We're switching clowns. Oh, that's why we came during change up. They got a long walk, these poor clowns. Yeah, they do. Not a big line for Fast and Furious right now. Uh, on the old, almost a Back to the Future. On the Simpsons, there's a big projected HHN 28. There's Fast and Furious Supercharged. Fast and Furious, not a long line. Not, doesn't look like it's a line for that either. So I would I'll like, tell you, right, I'd folks, like to do that before the night's end just so we can do it. Folks, if you just want to come and ride rides, this is a good night to do it. The yep. what's open. I mean, there's quite a few open. Yeah, you got the, the majors. Fast really. and Furious, Transformers, Men in Black, the Rip Ride, Rocket Goths. Green Goths. I think that's... And I mean, you could probably ride each of them two or three times. The Mummy. The Mummy, yep. Based well, on, what, it, based on what we see. Wait, with what we've seen on wait times. Yeah, the run of the park. Yeah, you can knock it out in a few hours. Problem is, is you have, problem is you have to buy a park ticket and a Halloween Horror Nights ticket. No. Don't? You just buy a Halloween Horror Nights ticket. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah, I guess that's true. But it's more expensive, or equally as expensive. Well, maybe depending on the deals you can get in local yeah. or whatever, you know, but it's around the same price. If you buy both, you can get a deal. Yeah. 
So Killer Clowns, again, I think we hit it at the wrong time, but the set, the, I think the design looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah, a little disappointed. No characters are jumping out at you. Like, I... Not In even scare like zones? A, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not really, you're right. Like, it feels tamed. Man, this Fast and Furious takes up a lot of real estate. Yeah, it took from Be Beetlejuice all the way to what was, you know, Earthquake. That's lost on me. Fast and Furious? Yeah. It appears to be the case for a lot of people, but... I guess, um, but obviously not, if they felt that confident. And I mean, the movies are huge, yeah. Well, that's not, yeah, but not, not, I don't get it. Not to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the first two in the theaters when I was a kid. Uh, Teenager. I, I haven't thought about making myself watch them just to see what the big... I think I've seen the very first one. I've seen the first two. Theatrically. Well, yeah, and the, and the and second then, one wasn't even... Oh, no. The third one is the one that's not... Tokyo Drift. Right. Which actually then takes place after the, I say I know the whole chronology. It takes place after like the first it fits in somewhere between like seven and eight. What? The third or six one? or seven? Yeah, the one in Tokyo Drift. Because what's his face? Vin Diesel apparently shows up at the end. Oh that feels good. AC from King's Cross is like blasting out into the street. Uh, That's feels wonderful. Shredded uh, to Academy of Villains, which is oh, hello. Nice to meet you. Uh, hey. I've been listening to your podcast the last three days. Thank you, man. Where do you go? Sure. Oh. <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't want to hurt you here, so. That's all right. I'm almost done. I lost Logan. <laughs> Logan's been recognized. Did you join so far? Oh, yeah. Oh, Is uh, Bart here? Yeah, he's right here. Here's own fan. Right. Bart, where are you? Here. He's right here. Oh, my God. You're so skinny. Hey, how are you? Uh, nice to meet you. I've been listening to your old podcast. Oh, oh thank you. Really appreciate it. Nice to meet you. Too, yeah. man. Thanks. Got to catch up. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's all our fans, you know. Yeah. Wasn't that our fan? <laughs> that was our fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy is appearing at a con, by the Steubenville. way. Steubenville? Just the guy who's like, when oh. am I going to get a record? And he's like, you're drowning in the river. That guy is appearing I at a con. I would see that guy because you know what? He's in one of my favorite movies of all time, Twister. He is? He's in Twister, isn't he? I don't know. I feel like when I was looking at it, he, they, they mentioned the movies he was from were some horror movies I wasn't aware of. <laughs> you're ah. drowning in the river. <laughs> Am I imagining he was in Twister? Maybe he's not. There goes Dobby. No, that's Creature. Creature, sorry. sorry. Alright, Academy Bills is happening right now. Yeah, we're not so, early, we're late. Well, it looks like they may be loaded, but I guess we're supposed to get there half an hour early, which is um, going to be fun. Yeah, the guy that's... The kid we were just talking about from that thing you do, I think he drives the truck with Cameron from Ferris Bueller, who's the map guy. Yeah, all right, fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a good idea. All right, Bart, uh, for, let's power down here. Oh, yeah. It's a good spot to stop. You don't want to record in the bathroom this time? Yeah, we don't even have to. We'll, we'll talk about Let's catch up after Academy of Elements. Right. Okay, I'm back. And after that, we did a lot more. We took Academy of Villains. There's going to be so much more from the walkthroughs. Hope you like it. Let me know if you like it this way. If not, we can adjust how we're releasing this. But I wanted to get something out to you fast. I hope you enjoy it. Again, um, we have a lot more coming up from this year's Halloween Horror Nights because it was a great time and I plan on going back in a couple weeks. So again, thank you all for listening. Thanks to everyone who stopped me, including members of our Patreon community. And I'm not just plugging it. Multiple people stopped me and said they supported us on Patreon. And I am so thankful. And I just want to thank anyone who came out. I mean, I saw still Scare Zone shirts. We didn't even do a big promotion, promotion for shirts uh, this year. Tons of people out there rocking their Scare Zone merch. Uh, and I really, you have no idea how happy that makes me. So, again, thank you. If you do wear one of our shirts to the event, take a picture. Make sure you send it to us on Instagram at SZPodcast or on Twitter at SZPodcast as well. Uh, follow us. I don't run the Twitter anymore, but Chris does. And I'm sometimes on there. I'm going to pop in and out uh, on there, but I'm not on there much. But know that someone from Chris's team, I'm sure, will get back with you if you if you tweet us. Also, though, you can find us on, on Facebook, Facebook.com slash ScareZone. Uh, and we're going to be posting stuff throughout also hhn unofficial which is uh, chris's website uh, bart scott's gonna be writing a lot for that when it comes to that he also posted some videos for them there that's at hhnunofficial.com you can also purchase his books there you can still pick up a scare zone shirt over on our website on scarezone.com uh, but really helping us support us on the patreon uh, group it's awesome it's a great way to show your support and get these shows a day early that's at patreon.com slash scare zone and until next time happy horror nights 2018 keep your eyes closed your ears open and we'll see you at finnegan's